0: This bolt of lightning shot across the universe and inspired me with the idea that we have to do a podcast, and that's what I wanted to tell you. We should do a podcast. Okay, bye.
1: Okay, uh, welcome to Feature Creep: Colon,
0: built-in microwave,
1: semicolon, Untitled.
0: We don't know what this one's called yet.
1: Yet. But we're gonna get to that.
0: We're gonna let it name itself. Yeah. Um
1: So <laughs> man, we've got uh we've got a lot going on. That's pretty great. Like Well, um, you know, we've been turning out podcasts, um which is good. I think we're obviously going for just
0: volume. Volume.
1: Yeah. Just keep going.
0: This one goes to eleven. Refinement, refinement. Not that kind of volume.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um <clears throat> We're both traveling this next month, which will be fun. We've got uh your friends have been visiting. We've got um a book getting refined. We've got a second book That's underway. Right um painting i don't know i'm'm feeling feeling pretty good about things uh, that's great, yeah, I wanted to ask you about um like what like ethics what were you thinking you've told me about it before um but what i mean what why
0: oh that's a, that that's like a big question. Yeah. Uh, let me think about how to answer that. Okay. Like, why me,
1: personally? Um, no, like you, you know, why did you, you, you were like, I'm going to study ethics, and then it's a big part of, like, who you are, um, in a good way. And not, it's not even the right word. You have, um, some amazing thinking around it
0: Hmm. so that's very nice yeah uh i don't know i guess i kind of think like um like stuff is real shitty just by accident Mm -hmm. and so uh i don't really think that there's a meaning to any of it necessarily uh certainly not like some big unifying meaning but I think if there's any meaning that you can derive from life in any arguable way, uh, it's probably that doing things to make things better is really the only thing worth doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I just, I, this is always something, you know, when you proofread or you edit, there's things that you're always watching for to pop out at you mm-hmm. so you can flag them. That's, sure. I kind of use the same process to think about ethics. Okay. Uh, and people still do screwy, terrible, not great things who focus on ethics because we're human. Right. I mean, nobody's perfect, but sure. I just kind of... um no, it's just kind of uh, like a lot of my fascination with it came from bioethics uh-huh. um bioethics primarily and ethics in the like meta sense a little yeah. bit um, i can see to that
1: i can see how that's kind of a um that's sort of strongly ties that, that puts ethics in a like a very strongly um personal domain yeah. When you're talking about bioethics, um because we all are stuck in these biological bodies.
0: Yeah, and I I'm especially interested in like the dynamic between doctors and their patients mm-hmm. because there's a huge power differential. Right. And um I don't think doctors receive enough training on how not to exploit that.
1: <laughs> she says subtly. Into the microphone
0: <clears throat>
1: at four thirty in the morning. I think your paradigm
0: is wrong. Um, so I, yeah, I, that's why I got interested in it. it was primarily because of I got prim, I got interested in the doctor-patient relationship and the power dynamics, which led me to thinking about bioethics, which led me to get a degree in ethics.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. And um,
0: I, I thought a lot about. Um, I used to want to be a genetic engineer, and then I had some problems with some of the more nuanced questions around it that didn't deal strictly with the biological aspects of it. Right. Like, well, who gets to have this information, and then... What do you do with it? And so I think oftentimes my interest is more like I have a deep interest in the medical and biological side of things, but I also sure. have an interest in um, law and where law, uh, because law is like the rules that you set out for how to have a group of people live with each other. Right. <clears throat> and things that are legal are not by definition or granted as moral or mm-hmm. ethical. Just whatever happens to be the agreed upon law at the time, and so I'm interested in the intersection of those things, and okay. that happens to be bioethics. Right. Bioethics is the intersection of law and medicine, right? Essentially, right. Um, how ought we treat people in the field of medicine? Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
0: so that's where I, that's where I got into it, and it's funny because uh, you know I never set out to get a degree in philosophy like it it wasn't on my radar really yeah um until i sort of got there by working backwards right to figure out what of the things that weren't working out for me like being a genetic engineer or some other things subsequent to that even um I had to work backwards and asked, well, why isn't it working? Where's the problem that I have with this? Is this a problem that I can reconcile? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then I just realized that studying ethics was where it was, was where it was. It's just a fantastic toolkit for thinking about the world and all of its problems. Right. Right. And I want to, I want to be a better human. Yeah. So that's, you know, getting a degree in philosophy can help you think about, Why, you know, it's uh, leading an examined life is thinking about why you do the things that you do and whether those things make sense or they're hypocritical or how that reflects larger on the world and how the world reflects on you. And it's a reflective process, right? Right. And I I kind of figured, well, if I'm going to sit here and have to mull things over and think about things, which I've never not been able to do. Right, yeah. Or or never been able to not do, is how I should phrase it. I've never been able to just not think about things. So if I'm going to be tortured by having to think about them all the time, I'd rather think about them in a productive way Mm -hmm. rather than just going in circles and stressing myself out and needing like breaks from reality all the time. Right. Just, uh, be more organized about thinking. Yeah. Right. So I went to school to learn how to think better.
1: It's pretty amazing. Um, I mean, I think that's a,
0: (sighs) It's pretty amazing that you can still do that. Like there's so, there's so much negativity and, um, uh, like undermining that happens in around philosophy. Um, Really? Well, because it's just seen in a lot of cases, it's seen as passe because, um, you know, we have physics now we have chemistry now, we have genetics now, like these things explain all of the things and, I think that's a really reductive and superficial view. Like it doesn't explain anything. Right. It just gives us new questions to ask. Sure. And the, the process, all of those processes came from what started out as philosophy. Right. Math, science.
1: <laughs> yeah. They don't explain things. They describe law. things.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, I just, um,
1: like physics doesn't explain anything. It just describes the world.
0: That's how I also see it. And you know, it's like every once in a while, somebody will get a dig in and be like, well, there's, you know, don't study philosophy. That's a, it's like, it's learning a dead language. Like we've got way better, more updated ways of thinking about things. And Uh it's like, yeah, but the large questions still remain. And what you do with those things are unanswered questions. Like how you, how you take the output of like physics or or genetic engineering advancements there's all the oughts and should do's and mustn'ts and um, impermissibles and all the things that you have to think about. Um, Right. And the more we make new things, the more questions we're going to have about what ought we do with these things that we keep making Mm -hmm. and and situations we keep creating. So since that's not probably ever going to end and since I'm probably hopefully never going to stop thinking. Yeah. Just have to do it better. Right. Oh go insane.
1: That's true. Yeah.
0: Um so yeah, that's why. It's
1: pretty cool. That's really interesting. I um I never really uh, when I went to school, philosophy just wasn't on my radar.
0: I don't think it's on anybody's radar because it's it underpins everything, but yeah. it's not it's not something people focus on they don't teach it in sure
1: i i find um i we've talked about this before but i think about um when you describe your sort of pathway to that led you to philosophy and and ethics um uh, your reasoning is the same as mine Mm. and in some ways i just sort of ended up in biochemistry and biophysics because um that was the best I could find around Mm -hmm. my same lines of thinking, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, It, it basically meant that I got to study all the sciences. And so that's what I wanted to do. It had nothing to do with like doing a pre-med degree or, um, you know, or anything, or even working in the field of biochemistry and biophysics. Right. Like working wasn't really on my mind. Not that That's I the, was opposed to working. It was just I'm like, I don't know. I need to know how this stuff works.
0: Yeah, I didn't have like an end end game in mind. Yeah. I mean, I I don't. I think sort of by definition, you don't really study philosophy for an end game so much. Like, yeah, it's for not sure. a means to an end. Really, right, it's just. Right. It's not like a degree that you walk in and get a specific job for, although philosophy majors have a longer arc of employment than other people do because you can transition from like field to field easier. Sure. Um, Yeah. There's a lot of flexibility because when you can think philosophically, you can solve all kinds of problems. It doesn't matter what discipline they're in. Right. Right. You can pick that up as you go. Yeah. Yep. So that's cool.
1: That is cool. Yeah.
0: You can sound not totally stupid when you talk about these things on a podcast, for instance.
1: Yeah, exactly, right.
0: <laughs> not totally stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't recommend doing any kind of real serious learning uh, if you're expecting a particular outcome.
1: Yeah, well, you're not. Um,
0: I think you're going to limit yourself. Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can't, uh, you're going to limit yourself a lot because you're going to leave yourself in a situation where you're only allowing like your expectations to be met.
0: Right. You're cutting out everything that isn't that. Yeah. Yeah. You're shooting yourself in the foot. Don't do that. Yeah. You're just shooting yourself in both feet. Um, I. And then you're shooting yourself in the hand. Right. And then in the shoulder. Yep. And then if you're still awake at that point, you're going to throw yourself off a cliff right and get chopped into pieces by an ascending helicopter
1: an Sunday helicopter <laughs> an yeah.
0: ascending an ascending uh, helicopter that is on its way up to the cliff that you just rolled off of uh-huh. to drop off some base jumpers
1: yeah and you're gonna just be a fine red mist in the wind
0: yeah they're As gonna you, be like what was that right I don't know
1: <laughs> oh dear um yeah well, I find it fascinating. Um, I find you fascinating and I really, I well, like that. Yeah. Likewise. Yeah, I, um, I don't know. I feel like this is the, the sort of strange witching hour adult conversation. Hmm. It just feels like um, it's not that funny. It's just sort of.
0: Well, now it's got to be hilarious.
1: Though. Well. Right. I mean, it's, it is hilarious, um, but it sort of just feels real and just kind of matter of fact.
0: Mm. Um, yeah, we're trying to, uh, we're trying to set up lots of conversations here before we both depart for other parts of the planet. Yeah. I mean, this
1: is kind of, we're going to have to like get it all out because this will be the,
0: I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to texas and maybe see where they're building the fancy new spaceships
1: that's gonna be pretty cool i'm really excited to hear about that that'll Um, be great yeah i'm gonna be heading off to germany here shortly
0: that's also gonna be great
1: see i don't know i don't know what i'll see friends
0: you'll see friends and i'll have all kinds of adventures with dogs yep um i will be running for my life and hiding in my house from the critters in texas oh dear the eight-legged critters specifically oh
1: yikes. yeah
0: <laughs> i'm so terrified of scorpions i'm gonna sneeze actually right. i don't mind scorpions but the ones i do mind are those wind scorpions because they're creepy oh, and gross they are really creepy and gross they're like so much creepier than scorpions with tails yeah yep. i'll take the tail scorpion over a wind scorpion any day yeah there was a wind scorpion that tried to get in the tent with me and another pilot yeah. one time and we had to kill it with a shoe And it took a lot of tries, and by the end we were freaking out. Yeah, I bet it was. uh, Yeah, it was very windy, and I was camping with a pilot friend of mine. And he, I don't think he knew about the wind scorpions, or he hadn't seen them. Oh, like he'd heard of them, but he'd never seen one. Yeah, Yeah. he'd never. And then one came and tried to get in the tent with us. Oh yikes! It was a very windy day.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I've. I think I've only seen them like in a photo. I don't know I've seen one in person.
0: Yeah, in in the parts of the world that I've been in with them like they're all over the place. Yeah. Um the parts of the world that I've been in with them, they're very small, like maybe sure. an inch long to two inches long. Not right. not large. Yeah. Um large enough to catch your eye in the dark, which right. is the terrifying part. Yep. And they can go up vertical surfaces, so, like, you being on a thing is not going to save you.
1: Right, right, exactly,
0: yeah. Which doesn't stop me from perching on things, yeah, get away from them. Right. Um, in other parts of the world, like in Afghanistan, um, they're humongous. Yeah. And they're called camel spiders. Right. And they're really big. Yeah. They're so enormous. Oh, yeah. God, they're so creepy and terrible. uh. There was an episode that we're going to do that's just stories about my overwhelming fear of spiders. Yeah. And all of the incidences that have arisen from that irrational fear.
1: We can definitely uh, share that at some point. I think that'll be a fun one.
0: Suffice it to say, I have almost wrecked several cars.
1: That's so funny. Um, Well, it's funny because you haven't. I guess.
0: Yeah, it's funny I think if you the, did, it would just be funny as well. terrible has happened. Sure, right. right. Yes, I, I wish we could have my neighbor Dan as a guest on the show because he was directly involved in one of the incidents and um, it unfolded very humorously.
1: We should, well, we could at some point. So uh, yeah. Call him up. Call him up. Dan is... Um, he could be like a call-in listener or whatever they used to do on radio shows. Dan's
0: on the opposite side of the equator from us right now.
1: Oh, that's right, yeah. In uh, Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah.
0: He doesn't care about spiders. One way or the other. One way or the other. No no opinion. No opinion. Doesn't.
1: I, man, spiders, it's a weird relationship. I used to feel exactly like you do. And then uh, when I met my girlfriend, Jen, or my ex now, when we were together, um, it became apparent that one of us we couldn't both be terrified of spiders and so one of us had to be the one to yeah. deal with spiders and um i like it, i it ended up having to be me um like i was just a little bit less terrified of them than she was yeah and so i was the one um and that's not like some kind of there were way more things that she was the one for all of the things, you know what I mean? But yeah, spiders really- was my Spiders were mine. Um, and so because of that, I've been a little... It's somehow... I somehow worked through at least the non-physical reaction to them. Like I still, it still makes the hair stand up on the back of my neck. Like there's nothing I can do about it right now. Yeah. Like it gives me weird, like fear shivers and all kinds of stuff.
0: I'm totally having fear shivers. Yeah. What if I put on this sweatshirt because I'm freezing and there's a spider inside of it with me?
1: Exactly. Um, So yeah, my, my spider terror is reduced a bit because I had to be, I had to be the one who removed spiders and took care of spiders and did the spider things.
0: Yeah. In our house, we had to do rock, paper, scissors. Oh, really? To decide who was going to be the unlucky soul that had to do battle. Yeah. I am, I am unreliable. And let's just be clear. I don't enjoy killing spiders. I have, I have much better about not killing them. Uh, sometimes it's like a spontaneous fear reaction and I just punch them. Like I've punched the windows in my car by accident. Wow. Because I just sort of flail.
1: Right. Like immediately.
0: Yeah. As it's soon like as it a, triggers your... It's a form of panic. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there have been... A, I've also... Steered evasively Uh away from spider, which doesn't really work. Sure, because it's in the car with you, (laughs) right? So wherever you go, it goes to, right? Uh, Yeah, I've I've destroyed much larger things to destroy.
1: Uh huh. To destroy a spider, the target. Yeah, the target. Yeah.
0: Um, I really hate those daddy long legs.
1: Yeah. Like They're not great.
0: They're not, and they, they're really cool, but they're also terrifying on some really deep lizard brain level.
1: Right, right.
0: Um, but I like regular scorpions, and I like tarantulas.
1: Yeah, interesting.
0: Tarantulas are chill. They're just like, I'm here.
1: Yeah. I don't know. The tarantulas I've been around creeped me out. Oh, really? Yeah, but they moved creepy like a spider, not like slow, no, like a tarantula. They don't. The ones that I saw.
0: Where did you see them?
1: The ones in Southern California.
0: Racing spiders?
1: No, they're Southern California tarantulas. They're like big gray fuzzy things.
0: That's so cute.
1: They, they move pretty quick. That makes them less cute.
0: Where are they moving?
1: Around, across the ground.
0: In your house? No,
1: like in the wild. When I come across them, I like on a hike.
0: Do they look like marshmallows?
1: With legs, yeah.
0: That's adorable.
1: <laughs> They're kind of adorable, yeah.
0: Do you want to eat them? Uh, no. I think they taste pretty bad. Yeah, I don't want to eat them. Rhett and Link have eaten like tarantulas on their show, and Ugh. they always have like gross breath afterwards. They say oh. they taste terrible.
1: Do they eat them raw?
0: No, they usually eat them like in something or like part of something. We'll have to look it up.
1: Yikes. I don't know that we will have to look it up. I think we could just skip that one. Do you
0: know what makes me totally want to barf?
1: <laughs> I can think of a lot of things that make you totally
0: Yes, I have a famously... Um, Famously, uh,
1: sympathetic barf re- well, reflex. I
0: have a sympathetic barf reflex. I mean, watching somebody else barf isn't necessarily going to make me barf, but people like making snot noises uh-huh. with their throat, like that will make me barf every time. Um, but like, <clears throat> uh, the thing on their show that makes me want to puke the worst is when they like eat congealed blood.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that one's wrong. I
0: just like. I can smell it without even being there. Uh-huh. Like I can just oh god, it's so bad. Yeah. But they always complain about how bad the tarantulas smell when they eat them. Oh.
1: So crap. I don't know. And they've eaten them more than once. They've
0: eaten them a bunch.
1: Oh, why?
0: Because it's never gets any less gross, probably.
1: Right. Right.
0: Like, it's oh. always terrible. <laughs> to great comedic effect.
1: Ugh. The
0: only thing that makes me feel better than puking is watching somebody else puke and, like, moan about it. Uh-huh. Like, a, a lot of really obnoxious barfing sounds. I the, lar- the louder and sillier you barf, the harder I have a time of taking you seriously. Really? Yeah, I judge you if you puke loudly. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Get it together. <laughs> Come on.
1: But are you entertained if they're loud as a puker?
0: Yes, but I also think that you're a wimp.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: <laughs> Testicle up. Testicle up. Um, <clears throat> what else can we talk about? What's your favorite ice cream flavor?
1: Oh, geez. Um, I think my go-to favorite one is the Haagen-Dazs coffee. Not other coffee ice creams, just that just one. Just
0: the Hagen does Their yeah. ho- their coffee is amazing. Yeah, um, I really like strawberry ice cream. Yeah, but also like layers of chocolate. So like double dark chocolate with dark chocolate chips and swirls of dark chocolate. Okay. Shit like that. Yeah,
1: that was <clears> pretty good.
0: I like sprinkles.
1: Oh, I do like sprinkles.
0: Love yeah. sprinkles on donuts.
1: Yeah, that's pretty great.
0: I like um, cereal. Uh-huh. mostly my favorite cereal is Raisin Bran and Corn Flakes.
1: Yep. I can agree with that. But so I also
0: like a, the other ones like, oh my God, Count Chocula. Count Chocula. <laughs> Count Chocula is the best cereal ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I I think as an adult, um, there was some point where I finally was like, I'm going to try all the cereals that I wasn't allowed to have as a kid. Like, not a not was it wasn't like i'd had them at a friend's house yeah it was like i didn't even have them at friend's houses the only way i knew about them was like through commercials on tv that i was watching culture yeah pop culture um like fruit loops was like they were all surprisingly disappointing
0: yeah a lot of them are not great
1: like lucky charms super disappointing
0: see you'd love count chocula then yeah yeah, because the cereal is chocolate and the marshmallows are chocolate and then you get chocolate milk afterwards.
1: Oh, that's pretty great.
0: But that Lucky Charms you just get that weird, like kind of <laughs> yeah. tan yeah grainy, overly sweet milk. Yeah. With like powdery
1: Grossness in it. Grossness in it. Yeah.
0: Count chocolate never happens because you eat it too fast.
1: <laughs> and you have chocolate milk left over. Yeah. yeah. That's
0: great. Yeah. Um what is your favorite vegetable? Mine's tomato. Well, I guess it's technically a fruit.
1: Well, a, yeah, but I, in the vein of that question, um,
0: and I hate squash and cauliflower. You can take your cauliflower and shove it.
1: I like artichokes.
0: Artichokes are okay, but they're like so he, they're like a big old thistle plant, and the only thing you get off of it is these tiny little artichokes. Yeah. You have to like basically incinerate to make it edible, yeah,
1: I like um tomatoes are definitely in the top,
0: that's because they're the best
1: they're pretty much the best avocados
0: avocados are great, but they're not as great as tomatoes.
1: I agree, like if I had to choose if to i had matter. to if I couldn't have one uh-huh. or the other, I would choose tomatoes,
0: same yeah. tomatoes, potatoes, yep, garlic, yeah. Ice cream, banana, green banana,
1: green banana.
0: I love green banana.
1: I like a pretty, perfectly ripe banana, but not overly ripe.
0: We'll define that. So, if there's no green left on a banana, yeah. it's past edible for me.
1: Gotcha. Um, I don't mind a banana that's like as long as it's not colored like brown and it's just yeah, like the outside can be whatever color. But if the part that I'm eating is still firm, it's fine. I just don't like it. It's mush. That's gross.
0: I don't like how syrupy bananas get as they ripen. Right.
1: Yeah. Smell no, it's a is deco- just like, ugh. Yeah. It's really strong.
0: It's making me want to barf right now.
1: <laughs> My uh,
0: super autonomous stomach is like, Nope. Yeah. I'm like, relax. There's no yellow bananas here. Right. We're just talking.
1: We're just talking. It's just talk. There's it's not real bananas.
0: Not real bananas. You don't have to smell an overripe banana. You're fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: have we talked about how much I hate squash and cauliflower? Yes,
1: like, we've talked about that quite extensively. Um, I just want to make not... <laughs> sure
0: that like if you ever are tempted to give me or offer me or insist that I eat S- squash, squash
1: or cauliflower based food, forget please
0: it. just for my sake and yours. Don't, don't bring that shit near me. <laughs> <laughs> bring me some strawberries.
1: Yeah, strawberries are pretty good. Dried ones. Dried
0: ones. I love dried strawberries. I ate like a huge can of dried strawberries in very few days.
1: Yeah, I remember you bought that thing, and it was like oh, gone. Oh, I remember
0: before. I puked some of them too.
1: Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Here's a here's a, something to note. They're great at absorbing stomach acid. Yeah. D- dried strawberries are, and when they come back up, they're super soft. Oh, so, so pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. So you never know. I mean.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if you if you're gonna puke, shove some dehydrated strawberries in there first.
0: Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what happened though, but my tummy got like all foamy and weird, and then I just barf
1: strawberries. <laughs> just blat right out.
0: Yeah, I can't remember if I was drinking fizzy water. I think. Anyway, weren't we talking about how I could be like a poison tester?
1: Yeah, um, because your stomach, you would, your body doesn't hold on to it long enough. As soon as there's something disagreeable, it's like flying out,
0: <laughs> flying out. Yeah, it's like somebody's just throwing it back.
1: Yeah, it's like you threw it. Like you could throw hand grenades down, and they'd get thrown back up before they explode. Yep. Yeah,
0: that's what happens when I try to drink whiskey. Yeah, I bet it makes like a U turn almost immediately.
1: It just comes right out before it got anywhere
0: yeah <laughs> i can't like my body's just like don't drink that that's poison you can that's the lawnmower fuel or whatever <laughs> right. like it just
1: <laughs> right
0: can't do it right i hate, hate it
1: oh man
0: what else what, what are some other things i hate
1: <laughs> oh that's a lot. hats list. that are too small hats that are too unless small unless they're
0: purposefully really small yeah like tiny hats are great yep. But that's not a hat. That's too small.
1: No, right? Like a, an undersized hat that doesn't quite fit. Right? That's yeah. what you're talking about.
0: Fedora's. Don't you wear that undersized fedora?
1: Those are those are pretty awful. Um,
0: so there's a lake in Minnesota, and yeah. like it's out where all the rich people live, and so everybody gets in their boat on the Fourth of July and they get out into the lake, uh-huh. and it's just like the boat equivalent of bumper to bumper. What oh, would that geez. be? It's not uh, bumper to bumper, though, because it's on all sides because boats don't follow a street.
1: Bow to stern, stern to bow.
0: And I just thought this would be an excellent opportunity to commandeer some vessels because yeah. you can just walk between them uh-huh. and they're not going anywhere. Right. So, you know, if you want a time a visit to Minnesota around the 4th of July, we could probably commandeer some ships.
1: Uh-huh. Just go sit on a boat somewhere because you can't take it anywhere anyway.
0: Right. Wear pirate hats.
1: So they just kind of cover the lake and boats. Yeah. Why?
0: Because people are dumb.
1: How do you? Uh, what do you do when you want to get your boat out and you're you're the you one stuck the out in the middle?
0: Closest to shore to go first, oh, and it eventually like dissipates and you fan out. You so you're just home.
1: committed to being on a boat in the lake. Yeah. Yikes.
0: I mean, it would be really funny to <laughs> instigate. A Roman candle war across <laughs> oh. the boats from shore to shore.
1: Oh.
0: So they just get stuck in crossfire. Uh-huh. And then run. Then run. Um. That reminds me of a time where war broke out and it was totally my fault. <laughs> partly. Partly. So many years ago, uh, I worked at this music camp uh-huh. for kids who were like, especially good at playing musical instruments. Yeah. So they were like real weird anyway. You know, they're Weird kids. Yeah. Um, and this was like their way to make friends and like not be a total outsider is to just be around other kids who were like obnoxiously talented at music.
1: So basically band camp.
0: Band camp, yep. yeah, but for all of the instruments. Yeah. A lot of strings and right pianists and anyway, um, anything that's in a full orchestra. So these, these kids used to attend camp at um, an old mansion that was converted into a music school as part of a university. Uh-huh. And we decided towards the end of camp that we would fill up just a buttload of water balloons Uh and then we'd have a water balloon fight. And so we set out early to fill up the balloons and we had them in these giant trash cans and we're hauling them around Yeah, and we set up sort of like a no man's land in the backyard. And there were two teams Uh aiming at each other with a no man's land in between. So you couldn't get right up next to each other. Right. So as one of the group of us who were sort of in charge of this activity um, was down on the field explaining the rules of war. Yeah. Uh, the rest of us were upstairs on the second story of this mansion with lots and lots and lots of balloons. Uh huh. And one of us up there, I don't remember which one of us at this point, it could have been any of us, it might have been me. I don't think it was. Yeah. Decided to lob. A balloon down at the person doing the explaining, uh huh, just for kicks, yeah. And to sort of get a laugh out of you know, like however many fifty odd kids who are there, yeah, twenty five on either side of the person doing the explaining of the rules, and rather all of the kids were armed with a single balloon to start with. Okay, sure. And there were barrels of balloons down on the ground that they could restock from. Gotcha. Couldn't cross. The lines into no man's land right so um the the instructions have been instructed the kids are like wound up uh uh-huh, ready to hands go hands up yep. shoulders back cocked and aiming for each other and a single balloon comes sailing off the top of the of the mansion uh-huh. and it goes over the heads of the one side of children
2: uh-huh
0: um into the middle of the pack and rather than making it all the way to no man's land and crashing into the person explaining how this is all supposed to work
2: and uh-huh.
0: is basically ready to like count down, the balloon falls short of no man's land uh-huh. and our intended target and just splats some kid right on the head. <laughs> <laughs> And the instructor was doing such a great job of maintaining order prior to pandemonium breaking (laughs) loose and we ruined it. And so the kid who gets whacked in the head turns and looks at the kid immediately next to him and just beans him with the (laughs) balloon in his hand. And the whole thing just dissolves into like infighting among the teams. And like, I remember that balloon sailing through the air, like painfully slow. Like, uh-huh.
2: oh no! <laughs>
0: like it's not gonna make it, right? And just the like the kid who gets beat, just like the look on his face of like just the experience of the injustice, of uh-huh. a solid hit to the head, <laughs> and just turns on his neighbor immediately. Like, doesn't slow down, doesn't Uh try and figure out where it came from, just assumes it's the person standing (laughs) closest to him on his own team and just, like, (laughs) right in the face (laughs) with, like, a scream. And then it Uh just was madness, total chaos. Wow. All of the instructions about how to play were immediately forgotten and abandoned.
1: And it was now just a matter of uh, hitting everyone you can with a water balloon.
0: It was, like, a Hobbesian nightmare. Like... (laughs) Just state of war all the time. Uh Everyone out for themselves. Right. Right. Um, you know, we had, we were going to try and organize like, Oh, well, once you get hit, you're out. No, it was just, everybody was sopping wet. There were balloons everywhere. We it took so long to clean up the yard. Oh God, that was a great day. Sorry. No, that's awesome. Sorry for hitting you in the head, kid. (laughs) We didn't mean it.
1: Yeah. That's a bummer for him. But, um, I bet that was a fun day for all everybody.
0: It was pretty great. It was just. (laughs) I don't
1: think I've ever, I don't think I've ever done anything quite like that. I mean, I've been involved in water balloon flights on that scale, but I've never uh, instigated a war. God,
0: a poor kid, those poor kids. All those kids. Yep. Just rage, child rage. Oh, so rough. Child balloon rage. Oh man. (laughs) That was a fun summer. I was also on antibiotics that summer for something. I don't remember. And it made me really susceptible to sunburn. And I was sitting like with my hands sort of propped behind me. So like I was sitting with my legs out in front of me and my hands a little bit behind me to prop me up. And I was sitting with my back to the sun and my hands where they were exposed to the sunlight got burned. And where the blades of grass came up through my fingers, you could see like individual stripes of not sunburned. Wow. That's how sunburned I got. So quickly. So quickly. Wow. But that's the only time that's ever happened to me with antibiotics. Like they warn you, don't go in the sun. Right, right. Because you're susceptible to sunburn, but that's the only time it's ever happened to me. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: That is pretty crazy. Fucking crazy. Wow.
0: As crazy as hitting a kid in the head with a balloon who didn't ask for it. (laughs) Yeah. They were all doing so good.
1: Yeah, they were all just really Paying waiting to do their thing. Being respectful right.
0: about it, observing the rules of war. Mutiny.
1: <laughs> I did um, slightly, slightly worse, con- like slightly worse consequences and definitely more inappropriate. Um, we used to sail in San Diego Bay, like borrow boats from the Navy Yacht Club and, mm-hmm. and sail these, like, I don't know, 27 foot. Catalinas, basically they're i don't know they're sloop breaks anyway um we would sail them and we would like sail them all weekend so we'd like get one and we'd sleep on the boat and we had a uh water balloon launcher and i don't know what we were thinking but it just, just appeared it like it appealed to us that we were going to launch a water balloon off the deck of the boat and you need a target and there was a um there's a boat called like the Spirit of San diego it's like a tour boat, so it's um oh my God, like a big open deck on the top where everybody like stands up there and like looks around at the bay and they like go out and do like whale watching and like they take tours around the bay and uh we were we were pretty far away i mean we the water balloon launcher we had was like that surgical tubing style with like a pouch, and then you need three people, two people to hold it, and one person to fire yes. And we had a system down that was like we could set up point, aim, and fire like pretty quickly because we've been practicing with it a lot. And so we, um, I think we basically just decided we were going to open fire on the ship. I don't know what we were thinking. And we just, oh, we like, shit. it wasn't like we shot one. We just like Pelted it, peppered it with like balloons up on the deck oh my God. um and a couple on the side like we were just hitting it like our first shot hit the side and then like two or three more shots right up on deck like right away um and and i remember uh the captain of our boat or the the older kid basically who could rent it i mean he was technically an adult yeah, technically legally legally um he was like
0: not developmentally
1: not developmentally. I kind of i don't remember he would have never been like, that's a good idea. But at the same time, he wouldn't have, he was just kind of like, oh, okay, this was not the right thing to do. So the hilarious, well, the hilarious thing is that no one was hurt and we didn't get put in jail. Um, But we were absolutely, the Harbor Police immediately came over. It was like, just, just, they were right there on top of us. no radio for someone must have radioed i mean it's Oh my god it was just they immediately showed up and were like okay this can't stand and um so then we sailed over to the like the spirit of san diego had docked at this point we like sailed over and we like talked to the captain and he (laughs) was not upset he was he, he was pretty cool he um he was basically basically he just put us in our place right away he was like you you just can't do that he was like i get that that sounds fun and that looks appealing but you you're not going to get another chance like you just can't do that that's essentially i mean the consequences could have been much worse like it was naval law is a real weird thing right like it's you know, you don't fuck around out there.
0: I w- that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, you don't fuck around. Yeah, there's no sense of humor.
1: No, um, there is and there isn't. Right, and it was like at that level, there's not, especially like commercial boats. Yeah, um, but you know, we were we were basically let off with a warning, and that was it. We just didn't do that again. But uh, man, water balloons—that's
0: very funny. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think after that, we our water balloon situation was always on land with. Sort of soft targets, as you might refer to them, or people.
0: (laughs) People. Yeah. Somebody drove past uh, this coffee house we were hanging outside of one time, and a friend was sitting on top of the mailbox, or uh, not mailbox newspaper dispenser. Oh, sure. It was like yep. perched on top of it. And yep. these kids drove by going like 35 miles an hour and launched a water balloon at our friend. And of course it had the momentum of a 35 mile an hour uh, water balloon. Yeah, right. And got him in the shoulder and knocked him off the box. And before anybody really knew what was going on, two of our friends had already jumped up and jumped in their car and taken off. Down the street, after the people who threw the water balloon and caught up with them uh-huh. filling up gas like down oh, the road at a gas station, and yeah. scared the shit out of these kids, oh man um, and our friend ended up having like this massive bruise on his shoulder, yeah,
1: I bet that's pretty hard Fucking
0: yeah. water balloons water balloons are dangerous, they are, yeah. And painful. Yeah. And frisbees can knock your teeth out, so watch out for those too. Yeah. You think it's fun, but it's not. Right. Fun isn't fun.
1: Spinning disc disc of terror.
0: Spinning disc of terror. Spinning disc of dental uh, deductibles. Dental deductibles, right. Exactly. Nothing scarier than a health insurance deductible.
1: (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Oh,
0: yikes. Not even creepy spiders or wind scorpions. Nope. Nope. Or your comrade turning on you, drop of a hat, <laughs> drop of a water balloon, right. smashing you in the face at close range.
1: Oh, man. That was a bit amazing.
0: It was, it was spectacular. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Oh, God. Um. What's your favorite animal? Oh, man. Mine's oh. a great white shark.
1: Great white shark. I don't know.
0: Also, I love birds of prey, and also I love cats the most. But that's probably just because I can't have a shark. But also I love cats the most.
1: You can't have a shark. You could have a shark.
0: You wouldn't live very
1: long. No. No, and it's, it's not really, they're not domesticated and generally happy as pets.
0: You can't tame that shark. Have you ever tried to tame a shark? You can't.
1: (laughs) No, no, I have not. I can safely say I've never tried to tame a shark.
0: One of the funniest things I've ever seen is when some girl was trying to take a picture of the shark at the Minnesota zoo and she dropped her cell phone in the shark tank.
1: Oh, that's pretty great. That's pretty satisfying.
0: They had to fish it out.
1: Yeah. That's hilarious. Bummer.
0: It was very funny. Yeah. I like sharks. I like birds of prey. What's I like cats? What's your?
2: I don't know. Um,
0: oh. Oh, I love baboons.
1: Left out what balloons? I love baboons. Oh, baboons! Uh, balloons.
0: We got balloons on the brain.
1: Baboons are pretty cool. I think um, orangutans.
0: Balloonacy. Orangutans are cool. Yeah.
1: And hippopotamus.
0: They'll kill you.
1: Yep. They hate people. Yeah, they do. They're
0: so cute, though. They're so cute. But they have giant teeth that will kill you.
1: Yeah. And they they are aggressive.
0: They swim real fast, too. Yep. Yep. Crazy, crazy fast.
1: Yeah. They're pretty cute, though.
0: Have you ever seen them chase a boat? No. Oh, my God. Yeah. So fast.
1: Wow. Huh.
0: Hippos are crazy. Elephants are great.
1: Elephants are really
0: great. Animals that live in Africa are great. Yep. Animals that live anywhere are great.
1: Yeah. I do like bears.
0: Bears are great. Yep. Polar bears are really great.
1: Polar bears are pretty amazing. I like dogs.
0: Mm, I'm not a huge fan.
1: I just, I like dogs and cats and dogs are pretty cute.
0: But you're having allergies. Yeah. And cats so make cats make your allergies go terrible. Yeah,
1: so cats and I, we don't we don't mingle as much hmm so i like dogs
0: i have a very large cat named big white i know you do he, he likes, likes to a hang out with you but he can't he
1: does yeah he, he likes wants to, to he totally talks to me too yeah <laughs> comes over and is like hey buddy come
0: yeah, on meow, meow, meow. Yep. um but he's he, deaf.
1: Yeah, he is deaf, so he doesn't... It's a very one-sided conversation. Sometimes, yeah.
0: yeah, a very one-sided conversation. Well, he'll yell at you. He just won't listen.
1: It's interesting, too, because he is 100% deaf. It's not like he's hard of hearing.
0: Right. He, does, he is he an no albino cat. And as a of result sound. of being an albino or having albinism, he does not produce melanin. And if you don't produce melanin, you can't um, hear. Because melanin and... Uh, melanocyte cells in your ears are essential for your ability to hear. Right. So if you don't develop melanin, you can't develop the ability to hear. So he never hears, he's never heard anything.
1: It's crazy. Yeah.
0: He feels vibrations though.
1: Yeah. Huh. So like if you tap on the floor or something.
0: Yeah. You can sneak up on him really easy though. I bet.
1: I bet you can.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's a funny cat.
1: Yeah. he's a funny cat big
0: white big white oh we've done such good work today
1: yeah yeah we really have um i feel pretty positive about this whole scenario Great.
0: so i put some um foil planet stickers in my hobo nichi today
1: good i didn't i just wrote a couple things on my Hobonichi, nichi just like what we were doing um, still not I don't think I've settled on, like, how I'm interacting with my Hobonichi yet, but I'll mm. get there. I mean, I know it'll be a life- lifelong process, but...
0: Right. Uh, I ate a big pile of nachos today. <laughs>
1: yeah, that pile of nachos was pretty amazing.
0: It was a mountain of nachos, and it, I destroyed it.
1: Yep. That was a... Uh, I was a little jealous. I was like, oh, that mountain of nachos looks
0: really you, amazing. You should have eaten some.
1: Yeah, I had my, uh, my bone de soup, which I always like. Which is weird because I'm, you know, as I'm moving more and more again towards back towards being a vegetarian, um, ordering a meatball soup is definitely a back step, but it's something I used to get as a kid. So that, that very one
0: oh, from that restaurant. From that restaurant. Yeah. Oh, it's got nostalgia yeah. attached to it. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I love nostalgic food. Yeah. Or food that makes you nostalgic.
1: Right. Yeah. Hmm. such a funny thing nostalgia yeah there's a lot of things that i I mean i guess it's just life is an accumulation of it as you get older you have more and more opportunity to have you
0: like this thing because we've always liked it
1: right (laughs) 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 status quo (laughs) right status quo oh
0: I find I have to, like our family calls it renew your hatred of something. So like uh-huh. every once in a while, my dad will have to take a taste of black licorice or black olives <laughs> to just make, just sure, to make sure he sure still hates them. <laughs> That's how I am with squash, except I've taken it on faith for the last decade.
1: That's funny. Nurse your, uh, what do you call them? Crudges. Um, your crutches. Yeah. Your crudges. Nurse your crudges.
0: Glad I got that one on the first try. Yeah. I'd have to hold it against you. Yeah, you would. Yeah. <laughs> for even bringing it up. Oh, dear. That's right.
1: Well, I I am... Um,
0: I am now writing in my hobo Nichi in green and blue pen instead of black.
1: Yeah, I was going to say... Um, made a switch. You did. It looks pretty good, the double colors.
0: Sometimes you got to switch it up.
1: I don't have room on mine for two pens, really. I You're going to have to have get one. the Hobonichi Cousin. Yeah, get the full size. Teko. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you should. Maybe. I so, is Maybe this
1: the original size? The So, I have the A5. I think
0: the A5 is the original size, yes. Yeah.
1: And then I have the um, the whatever Teco.
0: You have just the, yeah, you have the Teco. Yeah. And I have the Teco Cousin. Right.
1: I do like the smaller size, though. I'm more likely to put it in my pocket, which helps lower the energy barrier from, you know, around taking it with me and making sure I have it on right. hand to, like, write into and do the stuff, so.
0: I don't have pockets, so I have to carry mine in a bag, which means it yeah. can be bigger. Right. Yeah. Keep track of everything easy. Yeah. Yep. Well, maybe it's nap time.
2: I think maybe it is nap time.
0: We're going to have to put ourselves down for a nap, kids. Yep.
1: Yep. It's now uh, 6 a.m.
0: It's about about time for a nap. Amazing things happen when you stay up too late and work on too many projects. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I mean, things get done.
1: Yeah. We got a lot done. We got so much done. Yep. Do we want to, like, just on the spot have a tip for living well in hell?
0: Oh. Or um, do we want to consult? Sleep when you're tired.
1: Sleep when you're tired. I think that's a good one. Yeah. And I'm definitely getting close to that.
0: I Like if I don't sleep when I'm tired and I stay up too late and don't get enough sleep several nights in a row, I get really weird. Uh, i get like weird in a good way. Like, I'm
1: the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: I wonder what we'll
2: have for breakfast. Something great. Something amazing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, bye-bye. Okay.